Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Versations. I'm your host, Kari. And I am your co-host, Ashley. And Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, everyone. Yay. Yes, Happy New Year's. Yeah, okay, it's still 2020 when we are recording, but this is going to premiere on January 2nd, so Happy New Year's. Um, we hope you had a wonderful holidays and wear a mask, you know, didn't get, we hope that you're just okay, you know, and the pandemic is still going on because I'm sure it's not going to be solved in two days matter, so, um, <laughs> wear a mask, okay, wear a mask, please, um, so now we're going to our second part of our Eclipse review, but the thing is, this review is going to be, uh, bigger than the others review that, reviews that we've done before, because, um, well, both we just can't stop talking shit about Edward and Jacob. Yeah, and we are Team Edward. We are Team Edward. We, we absolutely love the guy, but Jesus. We just have to call him out on his shit. And Jacob's shit, too. Jesus. Oh, my God. You know, one thing that, I, that I've realized, when Edward returned from Italy... He, re- he realized that Jacob was in love with Bella and he's probably trying to mark his territory, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that means. But, <laughs> okay, so, so oh, <laughs> last review, which ended up to be one of our most uh, famous episodes, um, but we still, you know, people didn't actually follow us because 94% of the people who found our episode, they didn't follow us, so, um, we're just gonna leave it here, you know, you, you can follow us on our Instagram page, it's at Twiversations, again, at Twiversations, and we post, uh, we post weekly about the episode. Sometimes we leave some tips for you. And if you're smart enough, you're going to get it. And <laughs> so let's begin. Okay. So last episode on Eclipse Reveal Part 1, which was a few weeks ago, um, on... Bella and Edward, uh, they went to the Collins house and then they came back. And now, Charlie tried to have the talk with Bella. Oh, Jesus. Which, which is embarrassing enough. Yeah. But, I mean... Charlie should have known better, you know. I think in, in this book, nobody really knows who Bella is. Mm-hmm. It's like, Charlie thinks that Bella is having sex with Edward. Jacob thinks Bella is a fucking gold digger. Uh, Edward and Alice are both like, we know it is best for Bella. Like, 
not even Bella knows what's best for him for her, okay? So none of you really do know. Um, yeah. and, and she tells Charlie that her mother has beaten him to it like ten years ago. And then Charlie fights back saying, well, he didn't have a boyfriend 10 years ago. Okay, Charlie, you're talking about your daughter here, okay? She is mature and wise beyond her ears, okay? So Mm -hmm. uh, her mom had the talk with her when she was 8 years old. But, like, another was 8 years old. She probably had the mentality of someone who was, like, I don't know, 16 years old. Because she had to to take care of herself, okay? Not saying that Renee was a shitty mother, but uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah, but the fact that Edward drove Bella to the, the house with a small grin on his face, knowing that he was going to have the talk with her. And not even a fucking heads up, Edward, you were already made so many mistakes. And this is not even chapter five, right? We're actually, chronologically speaking, we are at chapter two, chapter three tops. And he already made several mistakes. And like, Bella, how many times are you going to give him the blind eye? Seriously, this makes me so fucking mad. Like, okay, Edward, okay, uh, you know this is going to make your girlfriend uh, shy, you know. Why wouldn't you give her a heads up? She's going to be uncomfortable because, you know, teenagers don't feel comfortable talking about their sexuality with their parents. So Yeah. God, damn it, Edward, like, seriously? Okay, I, li- I really like to think that before uh, Bella and Edward got married, Carlisle and Asmus sat down with him to have the talk with him. Because it would, be, it would be a lot more embarrassed to him than it was to Bella. Because we're talking about an 110-year-old vampire who is still a virgin and is going to get married. And then Edward was probably like, well, but I've been to medical school lots of times, Carlisle. Uh, yeah, that was before you had a human girlfriend. And let's talk about the fact that you're a vampire who is a lot stronger than her. So, yeah, let's have a talk. Well, okay. Well, then, Be- well, then Belle and Edward go to Florida to visit her mom. Yeah, they stay there for three days, and it's enough for Renee to realize that the relationship between Edward and Bella has it's a lot more serious, it's a lot more deeper than she originally thought. Yeah, because she only had seen him uh, once when, after the, the whole James accident. And yeah. now... You know, she's like, just like Renee says in the movie, uh, when he moves, you move. Yeah. And I was like, is that a bad thing? Okay, no, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Okay, if you have this kind of relationship with your partner, that's not a bad thing. But uh, Renee, I think it's, it's a little... 
because she doesn't know that Edward is a vampire. So she doesn't mm-hmm. know that everything that Edward feels is actually a little more deeper, runs runs a lot deeper than it would in a human. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. And then uh, Bella tries to defer or whatever the conversation and says, Mom, have you been reading romance or mystery novels again? <laughs> well, Bella, it's not like your mother is going to realize that your boyfriend is a vampire and a few days matter. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're talking about Renee. She didn't see anything wrong about leaving her child alone at home when she was a kid. So, yeah. I'm really thinking that a few days matter. She's going to realize that uh, her soon-to-be son-in-law is a vampire. Oh, really, Bella? <laughs> okay, she might notice some things or two, but because she's a mother, and mothers always do that, but, like, knowing that he was a vampire? None. She wouldn't do that. She wouldn't do that. Her Bella's capacity to observe things, to, you know see logic in things you know that seems completely unrelated comes from Charlie rather than Renee mm-hmm. yes uh, and she's the one who realized that exactly Victoria that is commanding the army you know she's a human you know in the Collins are vampires and they probably dealt with a situation like this before and they didn't even notice but I okay, know. we're gonna get to there. We're gonna get there uh, yeah. later. Well, um, so Bell, yeah, they get back. They right? get back, yeah. They get back to Forks, and Jacob calls Bella when she gets back, and because when when I read that. I was like, okay, they stayed away for three days. He is probably checking to see if she's still human. Because and that three... gave me, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, if Jacob knew the vampires, you know, he really knew the vampires as much as he said that he did. He knows that a newborn vampire is uncontrollable, so really think that Edward would take Bella in a fucking plane to Florida, turn her, three days later, showed up with, in parks with her. You know, Bella, bloodthirsty vampire in a closed place as an airplane. Yeah, and, to, and not to mention the fact that he called every half hour. That's like talking, you know. Like, calm the fuck down, boy. Yeah, like, that's just talking. Just, I'm saying this, I'm saying this, quoting CSI, because I love CSI. Calling once is okay. Calling twice is concerned. Calling more than three times, that's just talking. So. Yeah. Chill out, Jacob. Chill out. You know, I even uh, wrote this down. Poor wolf boy don't know a thing about being a vampire. <laughs> I did say. 
<laughs> I did say wolf boy because the guy is like 16 years old and he's been a vampire for uh, werewolf for less than a year. So like, you should have known better, you know, you should have gone to the council meetings, you know, talk with yeah. the elders about the vampires once you realize that the girl you're in love with is in love with a vampire. Get all the facts straight about vampires. No, but you don't do a fucking thing. Like, yeah. God. Yeah. And then the fucking next day, he shows up at her fucking school. Talking much? Like, and, well, and uh, that's the infamous, you know, scene where Edward and Jacob, you know, kind of like, have this argument in the parking lot, and everyone surrounds them, like... And oh, then the whole... they're gonna fight! They're gonna fight! <laughs> and then the whole fucking school is there watching, you know, because there's this Bella Swan boyfriend and Bella Swan's best friend, who is clearly in love with Bella. And they are finally, apparently, over her, but they don't know that is actually deeper. Jacob was there to talk to Edward about an incident, and that, yeah, kind of incident, I don't know, that happened uh, over the weekend, yeah. and Bella's like, what? what? What happened? Like, I don't know if yeah. I... Yeah, Paul and M got into a fight, and it, and also they were chasing for Victoria. Yeah, so the Collins were chasing after Victoria, the werewolves were chasing after Victoria, but they were on each territory. A territory like the vampires wouldn't cross over the river to the reservation. But mm-hmm. Emmett was like, I have her, I have her, I have her. So she so he went after her. But he ended up on Kill Lake territory, and he couldn't be there. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically he couldn't be there, but if you read Midnight Sun, you're going to notice that actually uh, Billy Black broke the treaty, so whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so Bella is really... Uh, uh, she's mad at Edward because he didn't trust her enough to tell her about what was going on, and she is scared as fuck because Victoria is after her. That's exactly what she's been telling Edward for a very long time, that Victoria is going to come after her, and she was afraid for herself, she was afraid for her father, and for the Collins. And the Collins yeah. were literally, like, just vibing, you know, just chilling. Oh, Victoria's coming after you. That's okay. We're going to kill her. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. But, you know, Bella had, you know, she stood up against James, uh, vampire royalty, and now there's this another vampire after her, you know, and we're on, on book three, and she almost died countless of times, so. I know, it's fucking crazy. So, and you, we see that Edward lied to her. It's not going to be the first nor the last time he's going to do this. I know. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna have to say this because I just I literally wrote this down. The Collins are like just another day on the job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Edward goes hunting, and Bella decides to visit Jacob, and then Alice calls Edward and tell her and tells him that Bella's future uh, disappeared. And Jacob tries to convince Bella that he is good for her. That, you know, oh, we're going to be so good together. You know, you're going to have kids. We're going to be so happy, you know. And then. Yeah. yeah. And that is when she tells. Oh, this pissed me off. She tells him everything about the trip to Italy, about the fucking Volturi, about fucking Victoria's appearance, and the fucking confrontation between the wolves and the Collins. Like, bitch, shut your mouth! Well, it doesn't really surprise me much, because on the new moon, she literally said, my ex-boyfriend can remind, and his sister can see the future. So, whatever, man. You really don't think that Jacob wouldn't just go to the council and be like, okay, so in the Collins, Bella's ex-boyfriend, Edwin, he can remind and his sister can see the future. Also, now she told me about vampire royalty, you know. Yeah, but she also told him that Alice cannot see the, the fucking wolves like which oh now is working on their advantage yeah which really pisses me off and then yeah. uh and then jacob suggests something oh my god she he's like are you with Edward because of his looks and bella's like no of course not and then jacob was like oh is it about the money Oh, bitch. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Oh. When I read that, I was like, you really think that low of your best friend, huh? You think she's a fucking gold digger? <laughs> okay, Jacob, Bella has been raised with really less money. You know, she was raised on a teacher's salary and a police officer, police officer's salary. Okay, and that was enough for her. Do you really think yeah. she says she's a gold digger? Like, really? I, I know. She has the slowest oh. computer on, on the history of computers, and she doesn't mind. She has an old truck that was already old when her father bought it for her. Like, yeah. seriously? Like, oh my god. The fact that he thought that low of her... It really drives me so insane. Like Bella didn't deserve that. Oh, uh, I, oh, I, I want to call him so many names. Me I too. think I, I think I did, but I want to call him more names. I mean, we could go on and on calling him and other names, but then it would last more than two hours. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Jacob explains to Bella what happened to Sam, Emily, and uh, Leah. 
I think we touched that on, if I'm not mistaken, episode 11 about the pack and their two alphas. We did touch on this on this story, but we're gonna go back to that soon because we're gonna have to explain where imprinting is. Okay, so uh, Bella decides to go to Angela's house. I mean, she actually decides to to. I think she decides to go home, and then she realizes that Edward is stalking her, so she goes to Angela's yeah. house instead. Like, Abella, this is a really big red flag. Yeah, like, dude. She, like, what the fuck? Uh. And Angela is such a good and nice friend, you know. She's and then so She's my favorite human, to be honest. I know, same. And, uh, by the way, Angela's actress, uh, she has a show on Netflix about... The so that uh, Selena, yeah, no, yeah, that too. But she has another show on Netflix. <laughs> um, Selena, you know that? Yeah, yeah. I, you, you all know what I'm talking about, but I can't remember the name of the show. Well, Bella goes to Angela's house to help her with graduation in, invitation in. She briefly mentions what is happening to Angela. I mean, she doesn't go into much deeper. No, she's not going to say, so Edward's a vampire, Jacob's a werewolf, and they're fighting over me. No. And then uh, Angela's like, well, maybe they are jealous. Yeah. Actually makes sense because, yes, they are really jealous. They are jealous. But there's also the moral enemy thing, you know, that they have. Yeah. But I think the point is, is it's really jealous, jealousy. So when Bella gets home, Edward is mad as fuck at her. Like, first of all, dude, you have no business in being mad at her. Okay? She doesn't call you to, you know ask you what it, what you are where you are what are you doing with who you are like if your significant other you know if your partner is doing that to you leave him or her okay this is not good okay this is a really major red flag mm-hmm. yeah and the fact that he was leaning against the wall glaring at her arms crossed and would not say a single thing is just straight up a red flag you know i wouldn't even explain myself to him i was like okay so you're not gonna talk huh okay when you decide to talk you can call me i'm gonna go back to see my best friend now bye (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna give me this Halloween treatment? Watch me. I'm gonna do worse. And the fact that he says that um, she is never allowed to see him again? Uh, Bitch! Bitch, what are you doing? Okay, if your partner is telling you that you, you can never see someone else, dump him or her. Your boyfriend or girlfriend is not worth it, okay? 
And I love the fact that she says she will see him again. Yeah, like, yeah, do I really think Bella would... Okay, she lied to her father. She went to fucking Italy to save you. And that's how you pay her back? Telling her that she cannot hang around with werewolves because they are dangerous. Dude, should I mention how many times she already almost died in the hands of vampires? Okay. So, so just shut your mouth. <laughs> and then... Edward goes hunting, you know, because his hunting was interrupted. And he bribes Alice to kidnap with, Bella. With a nice yellow Porsche. Okay, it doesn't matter how much I wanted, like, if I was Alice, it, didn't, it wouldn't matter how much I wanted a fucking car. I wouldn't do that to my best friend. I wouldn't do that, you know... Okay, I understand the relationships between Alice and Bella. I do realize they're best friends and all of that. But, dude, why would you do that? And Bella is so empathetic. She even, you know, she tries to understand Alice's side. Okay, she really wanted the car. That's what she did this to me. That's okay. I get it. But, like, this... No, if Bella wanted to, Bella would probably want to go to the Collins house regardless of what, of what, what, uh, of what happened. But like, when she got there, Alice took her phone so she wouldn't talk to Jacob. Yeah, like, dude, Jacob wouldn't be able to do anything to a phone call. Damn it. Uh, well, so Bella goes to Edward's room and she realizes that he got a fucking bed. And like, what does and what does she do? She sleeps on the fucking couch. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I understand what she did because if my boyfriend was a vampire and he had his sister kidnap me, took my phone away, and then got me a bed. I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of seeing me sleeping on the bed he got. I would sleep in the fucking in the fucking couch or the fucking floor if I had to. Yes. I wouldn't you know, I do have some back problems because I'm a fucking millennial and you know, we do whatever the shit we want and oh my our God, back is yes. just fucked up. Same. And they and probably my vampire boyfriend would be like, Well, but you have back problems. This bed is especially made for you. I don't fucking care. I, I don't care. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Am I going to wake up with my back sword? Yes. But am I giving you the satisfaction? No. Fuck no. <laughs> and um Rosalie talks to Bella about her past. We touched on Rosalie's past before. I think it was in episode 3. If you want to listen to us talking about Rosalie's story, go back to that. But Rosalie's story... Well, personally mentioned, uh, she was from a wealthy family in New York, and she was going to marry this 
uh, guy who was about to inherit the bank of New and this, and this will be a trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. Um, there was this one night she went to see her friend Vera and to see their son, and but when she came back, it was late at night, and she found her fiance Royce King. Uh, with his friends, and they were drunk, and they, uh, trigger warning, they gang raped her, and she was left dead to, to die on the streets, and she wished she was dead, until Carlisle, uh, was coming back from his work, I think, and uh, he saw Rosalie, and she, and he realized that she was dying, there wasn't much he could do to save her, But he decided to change her to be Edward's mate, purely because of her looks. Because Rosalie was yeah. one of the most gorgeous women in New York. Yeah. But she, Edward, um, Carlisle thought that Edward was too lonely, so he decided to change Rosalie. And, well, they never had a relationship between sibling relationship and they were always bickering always always bickering until one day and this is uh explain the this has to do with Emmett's past you know uh Rosalie found Emmett after fighting he was attacked a by a bear fighting a bear <laughs> like what the fuck why would you fight a bear I don't know Emmett would fight a bear and She, he was dying, and he thought that Rosalie was an angel, and Carlisle was God. And she asked Carlisle to, to save him, and Carlisle was like, oh, there's nothing I could do to save him. And then Rosalie is like, you know damn well what I'm talking about. <laughs> so Carlisle changed uh, Emmett, and... Rosalie couldn't be in the room while this was happening because she thought she might lose control. So Esme stayed behind with Carlisle while Edward and Rosalie went away. And that was actually the first time they bond together as brother and sister. Mm -hmm. But then Rosalie says, like, the one reason why that she does not like Bella is because she's making the wrong choice. She is wanting to become a vampire. She should choose to remain human. Yeah, okay. I get why Rosalie said that, because Rosalie would trade everything to be human. I, I've seen the most of the Twilight community things that Rosalie would even... Uh, give up Emmett to become human again. I don't think she would give up Emmett to become human again. But no. I think she would take the option of becoming human with Emmett. Yeah. If it wasn't possible for Emmett to become human, she wouldn't take it because I mean, Rosalie is a, is a victim of rape, you know, and I, I get that Lots of Twilight fan fictions, they portrayed, you know, Car they portrayed Emmett and Rosalie 
as this couple who is addicted to sex, but like, do you even know how much Rosalie had to learn to trust Emmett to, you know, let herself be vulnerable with him? Yeah. So, I mean, she loved him, but she was afraid because, yeah, she's a victim, you know. The last moments of her life, she was gang raped. And that is yeah. a trauma. That is a fucking trauma. And then you have to become a vampire after this. After and, this fuck, you know. Yeah, and choose to never go back to your family or, or friends or, like, never have kids, like. These options, I mean, not only Rosalie was raped, she was taking, you know, the options, you know, all the options of getting married and have kids. It was all taken away from her. You know, so I'm not going to say, yeah, she was kind of like raped twice because uh, Royce and his his uh, horrible friends gained her, but also Carlisle took away her choice because now she she cannot get married, at least not to a human and she also couldn't have kids which is something that she always wanted she mm-hmm. always wanted to have a kid and she and Emmett couldn't change, couldn't change a kid to be theirs because the, the Volturi forbid this Ado was the only one who broke the law and is still alive. Uh, but, and Bella, and again, Bella is like, okay, this is me making my choice. And there is this person who is saying that I'm making the wrong choice. And Rosalie is not the first person who's telling Bella that she's making the wrong choice. Other people are telling her that she's making either the right or the wrong choice. There are a lot, like, all of these people are telling her what she should do and what she shouldn't do. And Bella is like, I'm not going to do this because you want to. I'm not, I'm not, not going to do this because you want to. Okay. I'm, I want to make my own decisions, but nobody is respecting her decisions. Mm hmm. Everybody yeah. thinks that they know what is best for her, but they never ask Bella what is best for her. And when in Breaking Dawn, she decides to keep the baby, and then uh, and Carlisle would be um, totally on board with Edward to take the child out of Bella, you know, give something, give some uh, uh, heavy drug for Bella to fall asleep and take the baby away. But Carlisle didn't do that. Not because he was respecting Bella's decision, Bella's decision, but because he knew that if he did that, Esme would never ever forgive him. Again, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's trying to make choices for her, and nobody is letting yeah. her make her own. Yeah. Okay, but let's move on because we are like focusing on two heavy topics. Yeah, okay, so, um, the next day, Bella... Jacob shows up at Bella's school. 
And Bella decides to skip school and go with Jacob, which is totally a move that I would do if my boyfriend were to kidnap me and my best friend, my best werewolf friend would come to me and he's like, when I go for a ride, hell yeah, dude, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, but he is all smug because he now knows that Alice cannot see his de- decisions. So when uh, Alice sees that, that was just her away. <laughs> She's like, pissed. I mean, okay, Alice really think that Bella wouldn't do this? Okay, hey, come on, for God's sake. If Jacob wouldn't, you know, go to school to res- on that rescue mission, do you really think Bella wouldn't, you know, be able to make up some plans, some really, some really good plan just like the one she did to get away from vampires uh, on twilight you know really think she wouldn't be doing this like she knows how your vision works wow and they and then um when they spend the day on the reservation jacob tells bella about imprinting we did uh, explain imprinting on episode 11 but we're gonna give a brief explanation is yeah, and, this, and this is a good one because this is more uh, intuitive yeah I mean it's like love at first sight but like uh, if you're a werewolf and you imprint and you imprint on someone they now become the reason for you to exist. And yeah. You're going to live your whole life uh, trying to please this person, trying to be with her. Uh, like, it's like, literally, it's not like, it's not like the center of the universe is of our universe, of your universe. It's not the sun anymore. It's that, that person. And you would do yeah. anything for her, be yeah. anything for her, so, or him. Yeah, because uh, just just because Jacob said that Quill Im- imprinted on a two on a two year old, so Quill is not in love with a two year old. He is just doing anything he can for that two-year-old. Yeah, okay. It's not love, okay? It could eventually become love. But it's, you know, Quill is not in love with Claire. You know, that, that's her name, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, She. he's not in love with Claire. He is being like this, I don't know, this big brother for her, you know, playing with her, you know, doing whatever she wants to make her happy. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to touch on that topic a little deeper when we get to Breaking Dawn, um, <laughs> because there's a lot of things in Breaking Dawn. Um, so, and then... Bella literally blurs out that she is going to be a vampire soon. Like, 
wasn't enough that you already they already know that uh, your boyfriend is a mind reader. His sister can see the future, and his sister cannot see the werewolf's future. Now you literally just blur out that you're gonna be a vampire, which you're probably you're technically telling the Kyole tribe that. The colonies are gonna break the treaty and change Bella into a vampire. Yeah, like, um, girl, do you wanna do you wanna shut your mouth? <laughs> She cannot shut her mouth. And then Jacob's like, I would better see you dead than one of them. Like, that's such an insult. Yeah, like. Like, I would have never. And then she's like, Edward was right. Okay, first of all, bitch, Edward wasn't right. You have all the rights in the whole fucking world to see your best friend. But if your best friend tells you that she, he would rather see you dead, that doesn't give like your boyfriend like some sort of uh, yes, he was right. No, he wasn't. None of them were right. Yeah, none. And then Edward comes back, and now he says that Bella can see Jacob whenever. Uh, she wants, you know, I think that um, Edward were probably running toward the woods and he was able to to hear what Jacob was saying. Mm -hmm. and, and then he knew that he could tell Bella that he could see Jacob, she, that she could see Jacob whenever she wanted. But the thing is, you know, Edward, you didn't have to give her permission to do one or to forbid her from doing something. Okay, you're her boyfriend. You're not her owner. Yeah. And this just fucking makes me laugh. So she goes home, right? Yeah. And Jacob has called to apologize, but she won't call him back. Thank God. But Same. then but then she sees that her room is clean. And she thinks that Alice has like cleaned her room while she, like, picked up things for, like, the slumber party and did some of her laundry. When the hell would a freaking vampire do that? I don't know. Because, in this case, Riley, he probably forgot how it is to be a teenager. When you're a teenager, your room is never organized. It might be organized for, like, two days, but then it's all the fucking mess again. Yeah. And then, uh, I think she's on the phone with Edward, right? And she's like, and she's like well, uh, did Edward, did Bella... Oh, my God. I'm, I love all of my children, and I'm confusing their names. And then Bella is on the phone with Edward, like, oh, did Alice organize my room or something? Did she yeah. get some... Did she do my laundry? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is she that guilty? <laughs> yeah, like, did, yeah, like, did she, like, did she leave 
like my pill, like like uh like my uh, pillow there. <laughs> like what did she do? And then Edward goes to her house, and when she and when he gets to her room, he realizes that it wasn't Alice; it was another vampire. And it wasn't Victoria either. It was someone else completely different. And at this point in the story, they didn't know that this unknown vampire was working with Victoria. They think that now they have this vampire who's chasing Bella and Victoria who is also chasing Bella. What mm-hmm. are the chances of a no vampire chase Bella? I mean, okay, I get it. I mean... Probably some vampire was, you know, walking around doing his own thing and realized that this human has traces of vampire, you know, vampire scents all around her. Probably he, he could be could be curious about it. Yeah. But what are the chances of this happening? Almost none. So I mean, they don't don't put two and two together. You know, Bella has to listen to Jasper's history to put two and two together. Yeah. yeah. So Emmett and Jasper go after this vampire. You no, know, they they literally go to her room, and then I'm pretty sure Emmett did some sneaky comment <laughs> when he went to her room. <laughs> um and um to you know yeah. get the scent yeah but what pissed me off is that edward fucking gave alice shit for not for for not seeing the intruder go going into bella's room okay first of all how the fuck would alice see someone she doesn't know yeah Okay, second of all, you know, when he literally explodes, and I think Jasper was like one second away from ripping Edward's head out. <laughs> and then Bella's like, okay, can you shut up now? Apologize to her. It's not her fault. Yeah. And then he, he looks at Bella. He's probably kind of like shitting his pants when he looks at Bella. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, Alice. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and um, um, she calls Jacob and apologizes. Yeah, and I think this is kind of the beginning of like this vampire werewolf truth because now they have a common enemy. Because the vampire, yeah. because the colonists now, they have someone else on the territory. And the QLA tribe, you know, they cannot let, you know, they have to protect the town. They have to protect the, the, the town against this uh, new vampire. And, okay, I have to say this. Can we just talk about the fact that Emmett and Jasper didn't, didn't take Edward to track down the scent? <laughs> Because Edward sucks at tracking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember in Midnight Sun when literally yes. like Carlisle and Emmett were like getting the sand, getting the sand, getting and just and Edward was like just you know 
following them. I wasn't even looking. Oh my god. I wasn't even <laughs> Like Victoria really made Edward go all the way across South America when she was literally in Washington. And the fact that Bella, that Bella was the one that figured out that it was Victor, Victoria was the one that sent Riley and their newborns. Ever Cohen could never. No. Um, so then um, Jacob invites Bella to this big bonfire that the, the the tribe is happening that um, the council really wanted Bella to be there. Probably it was their last attempt to uh, try to get Bella away from the columns. And then when they go there, Bella, Bella was probably like, I understand the fact that Edward is driving me, but I feel like the child of divorced parents. <laughs> because and she, yeah. the fact that she really is the child of divorced parents, like, okay, so this is actually for the next episode because we want to give uh, the Kool-Aid Legends and Desperate Past the attention that they need, and this is already too long, so um, thank you so but, much for listening. But... We got to where we wanted to end. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had to skip some some things because um, this book is it's not really that long. It's not long as Breaking Dawn or Midnight Sun, but there's a lot going on in this book. Mm-hmm. So we hope you really liked this episode. If you have any idea for any future episode, you can just DM us or send us an email. We promise you're going to read and do something about it. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page. It's at Twiversation. That's at Twiversation. And wear a mask, please. It's 2021. So please don't make it like 2020 and wear a fucking mask. Protect yourself and your friends and your family. (laughs) So um, bye, everyone. We love you. Bye.